0: Hello and welcome to Europhoria, a podcast where we look back on the great glam and garish of Eurovision past. My name's Isabel Chilman and I'm joined as ever, by a man who makes me think about things. And those things I think about are: is this love? It's Roland Botnam. A little hey. dedication there from your favourite Icelandic singer.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, very nice to hear from you as well. Very nice to hear um, your lovely voice. It's week we don't even care anymore of isolation. And, I'm uh, done. I'm
0: done. <laughs> I'm tapping out. I'm done with it. I'm bored of it. I was being very positive and chipper about the whole situation and yeah, yeah. very British, you know, we'll just crack on with it and we, as, a, as a country, as a nation, we'll do mm. fine. I'm bored now, <laughs> thank you. I would like a pub, beer garden, I would like my friends, I would like a bottle of wine. Yeah. I'm a bit done. I'm having a... I'm having a, a sulk. A moment. I'm having a sulk. <laughs>
1: it's okay we're all we're all allowed those moments but i'm sure yeah i kind of feel like it has it has sort of reached the tipping point now of uh, everyone just the novelty has worn off and everyone is kind of doesn't want it to be their lives from now until forever. So we'll mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we'll move on a, a little bit. Uh, and are
0: you- is that too grumpy to- a start? That's too grumpy a start, isn't it? Let's. Okay. <laughs> no, no real- we have to. There's honesty. There's realness, and that's fine. And that's what we're here for. But also, maybe we need to be more positive. So. Ah, Roland, fun thing that's happened in the last week. A fun thing for me is that my friend Benji, our friend, your friend of mine, Benji, is following a amateur dramatics group on Facebook from Halifax, our hometown of Halifax. And they've been filming their, these, what they call kitchen sink dramas, which is just a monologue of them in front of the kitchen sink talking about something they're brilliant and (laughs) i recorded my own and it was very well received by the group so that made me smile a lot this week it was a completely improvised monologue at my kitchen sink i'll share it with you it'll make you laugh
1: i do yeah i'd love to see that i do like those uh i think i've done it for you occasionally like you can very easily, just improvising. Yeah, Alan Bennett. Al- Alan Bennett. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, I, yeah, it is going because it's because it's northern. It does very easily go down the Alan
1: Bennett route. But mother and I used to sit by the window and watch as as the buses went by. We'd count the... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. It's not bad. I do it all it's the time bad. by myself, just nattering about yeah. stuff. That's basically what my one was yesterday, um, about 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 quarantine. I yeah. did enjoy oh, it. I'll send it mate, to you. You like it. Exciting. I was channeling Jean from Dinner Ladies.
1: Mm, very nice. Seen yeah, that. that's good.
0: Great. That's a better start. There you go. <laughs> Sorry everyone. Well, I think I'll
1: include I'll include both in the edit and then uh, it's a balance, isn't it? <laughs> it's a balance. You have got to find a balance, everyone. Yeah um and uh, thinking of another positive thing uh, are you drinking anything uh, this week? uh of
0: course i am mate <laughs> <laughs> of
1: course, of course no i question. am i
0: can't remember what it
1: is but it's oh. wine okay i was gonna say if you like really can't remember like what even <laughs> type of beverage it is you may have no much, it's one of the what's
0: it called it's one of those ones that's the, the red the wine that's got the criminals on the front
1: oh the australian one isn't it is
0: that what it is so i've got an australian red wine
1: and if you hold your phone up to it, the picture moves. What? Yeah, it's really creepy.
0: What? I didn't know this.
1: I think you have to download the app, but uh, yeah, I think it does. I ah. think it says on the bottle somewhere. Anyway, they're not sponsoring us. So I don't we will... read bottles of wine. <laughs> I just open them and drink them and hope it, for the best. It's fine i am drinking i'm back on the gin and tonic uh i think i've been alternating one week on one week off uh I, but it is it's not a london gin and tonic it's Im, uh imported from vienna austria so i've kept with oh, the, the whole european a vienna thing. gin are they famous for their gin I, no i don't know that it is i don't know where it came from it's one of those bottles that you're like i never bought this but it's in my cupboards but it exists and it's
0: here <laughs> so i'm drinking it so
1: yeah i'm going to i'm just going to pour that now for us hold on here's my tonic ooh um there we go i will say actually you tell i tell you what i've got a maybe this is any other business are we go skipping on. the news is i'm, I'm going to make the news
0: there is no news
1: I Well, I think I think I did some research. I think the Eurovision movie has been delayed, but they're not saying very much about it at all. I also discovered the full name of it, which I think I'm the only person who's discovered that because it was like deep in the bowels of the Netflix website. Uh, it was something like Song of the Phoenix or something like that, Eurovision Song of the Phoenix. Anyway, that's not really news. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I will say that one of my highlights of the week, and this is in any other business, is the amazing feedback we've had. Uh, the response to your game, Vag or No Vag. Yes! Uh, there was clamor on uh, the Twitter sphere to have access to the complete list uh, that, um, that you had. Yeah. And, uh yeah I was I was um I- incredibly proud of the uh of the response to the game and very excited for you Isabel because I think that that's a new uh a new venture for you yes yeah. um,
0: that could be primetime viewing <laughs> as big as he wants to be a millionaire
1: oh yeah TV show yeah that's a that's a good idea as well it could be board games it could be TV shows it could be you've got a Multi uh, platform deal thing going on there. It's very exciting. I
0: do, I do. Yeah, this could make me rich.
1: (laughs) So, are you going in response to that? What are people gonna? Do people have access to the full list, or are we are we holding some of those back for our Mm -hmm. own uh, benefit?
0: Not full list yet. Mm -hmm, if you email us at euphoriapodcast at gmail.com then Mm. i will happily send you the list that i read out in the last
1: episode i think that's fair
0: full list you've got to wait for my babies you've got to wait for (laughs) it you've got to hold on because you want to have fun as well remember this is fun for you so if i just sent you the full list you've missed out on all this fun you've missed out on playing the game
1: exactly yeah there is a lot
0: of them though so, yes. <laughs> so we've got a good few more chunks to be able to send you.
1: <laughs> we may need to fill that time. Speaking of emailing and emails, we have some lovely listener emails this week. Um, we're going to talk about three. We have one email with the subject line, some thanks and some stuff. It reads... Roland and Isabel, I've been meaning to email you for weeks and years before that to express my continued gratitude for your joy of a podcast. Years, this, see, years, years, years before that.
0: What has been stopping you? <laughs> years. Think. We say the email address email it every, every twice, minimum twice every mm-hmm, episode. Mm-hmm. Not going to judge. Maybe you're shy. Yeah. But
1: years (laughs) Years. is too much. Years is a long time, yeah. Um, Yes, Uh, so anyway, it goes on. This season's songs have been banger after banger. Well, I've, uh, I might have run out, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, and if you're looking for someone to sing Every Day is Party Day next year and you don't mind possibly problematic performers, I'm sure Russia's Little Big would love a call. That's the, this year's entry from Russia, who, mm. as I understand it, are slightly problematic, but uh, I will say that it was slightly inspired by their aesthetic they're audio aesthetic let's say okay <laughs> no it's not a rip off it was just a big brassy Balkan um weird electro hit Uh and Isabel thank you so much for the Alex Sparrow story any reason to remember my first Eurovision final is great in my book
0: oh that's nice I'm glad I love him I love that boy I love yeah, him yeah he's a good boy Good boy, I hope so.
1: Then uh, this uh, listener suggests some stories for us. One of this is a guy, a guy called Ted Gardestad, who does have quite a remarkable story, but it's pretty dark and depressing. And I've no, we attempted... we need all the
0: stories. What do you mean?
1: We need uh, it. I don't know about this one. It, it, I've attempted to start writing it a number of times, but it's... Probably the most depressing story uh, <laughs> that I've encountered in Eurovision. Okay,
0: um, <laughs> am I, I am I allowed to take a crack at making it cheery?
1: I wouldn't. Uh, yes, but I feel like it would be quite bad taste for you to make it cheery. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, Challenge accepted. No. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, maybe I'll pass that one on to you as well as the um, uh, notorious sex pest, uh, Serge Gainsbourg. So you've got yeah. a couple of good old episodes coming I out. Decided,
0: from- I've decided already that Serge deserves not. no more time. No, he deserves no more, air time. Time. No more air time.
1: No, he's mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I decided the exact same thing. Anyway, uh, so friends, keep up the excellent work. And the great songs, and what I'm sure are amazing booties. And I'll make <laughs> sure to tell you how fabulous you're doing much more often. Oh. Best in these weird times, Hunter.
0: Hunter, now, that's when we're a bit teary.
1: Oh, mate. I do really think Hunter nice. has emailed us before, but um, it must have just been years ago, which is quite terrifying. How long have we been that, doing this? I know exactly. We have been doing it for nearly four years now. Shut so. up.
0: <laughs> Shut 2016, your
1: mouth. 2016, mate. No. December 2016, yeah, four years. It's a long time. What?
0: <laughs> oh uh-huh. God. Okay.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we need to have a little
0: party at some point then. <laughs>
1: I know. Yeah. Well, we're coming up to episode 70, which isn't really any reason. No, nah, we're not to...
0: celebrating that pile of crap. <laughs> <No>.
1: 70. <laughs> it's nothing. No. Uh, Okay, anyway, there's another email with a subject line. It's been a while. It starts, hello, my loves. To start off, I've got a bit of a bone to pick with you. Uh -uh. You've gotten gotten quite soft on people who write in telling you what country they're from. Back Ah! in my... It says... It says, back in my day, which is another sign we've been doing this way too long, because someone has a back in my day. We wrote in just what continent we were from, lest we face the scrutiny of one Miss Isabel Chillman.
0: Oh my God, you're so right. I have slacked Uh off here, haven't I? Oh my God. (laughs)
1: Now I can't remember why we why we did that, but um, to make it it more
0: vague, I wanted more vagueness. I didn't want (laughs) to know. I I just wanted to know continents. Okay. Don't tell me your country.
1: No, we're all one. We're we're all one entity. (laughs) Okay, so um,
0: I think mainly it was to piss you off. Actually,
1: I just didn't understand it. (laughs) I think it was
0: because you you were trying to be like the good the good radio presenter and be really on it with everything and I was trying to be annoying to say no just continent no specifics don't give us your name not bothered about it
1: That's how a lot of things start, I'm sure. <laughs> um, with that out of the way, hi again. This is Jonathan from North America. Yes, Jonathan. Oh my God, we've got another one. I don't think I've written for a good few years now. Oh my, oh God, my God,
0: We're bringing <laughs> them out of the
1: woodwork recently, know, really, aren't,
0: aren't we? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Clearly upped our game. I
1: know. Or you- well, everyone's just bored as hell. Yeah, exactly. They've got nothing else to do. They're like, oh, I listened to a podcast four years ago. Maybe I'll search that out again. Um, but you may remember me from sending you an article about a Melfest related murder. Yes. And, te- and telling you about French idioms that translate very poorly to English. Yes. yes. I love those idioms. I don't remember the Melfest related murder. Was that a bit dark as well?
0: Mm, it was just a little story. It was before you actually found your proper Eurovision murder that wasn't quite oh
1: yeah okay okay yeah 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 um maybe we'll dig it out again (laughs) because if we're desperate for stories um (laughs) <laughs> I'm a first year university student now living back at home and taking classes online for the time being. And you two brighten my day without fail every Wednesday when I see your new episode, Wednesday in America, apparently, because I put it up at 11.30pm, which is amazing that you listen then. Um, <laughs> see your new episode uploaded. I'm also delighted that you've watched Drag Race UK, Isabel. Of course she has.
0: Yes, twice, actually. I re-watched it wow. last, last week, all in one day whole series one day I barely left my bed and I spent £350 on online shopping excellent excellent stuff thank you yes I was very proud of myself
1: Uh, you should be Um, perhaps you can get Roland to watch it and make it a topic for a future episode again this is just when we just give up on doing anything Eurovision related no
0: they have a reason
1: oh okay maybe this is it after all past drag race contestant Courtney Act made an attempt to represent Australia at Eurovision last year and yeah. the song was horrendous, so
0: <laughs> bad. So Courtney Act was on American Idol, Australian Idol, one of the idols pre-drag race, because she was one of the drag race contestants that would go on and then that's all they would talk about. I was on an idol, I can sing. I find Courtney Act's voice unbearable to listen to. <laughs> Her as a celebrity, as a drag performer, fabulous, wonderful, gorgeous, oh my God, so much fun. Yeah. Her voice, I, I cannot abide it, though. And her entry last year
1: was real bad. Real, real bad. Thank God it didn't get through. Uh, well, also the frock destroyers from Drag Race UK were mm-hmm. heavily rumoured at one point to be representing the UK at this year's contest. Which, uh, of course, um, that That would have been great.
0: That would have it been real be. good. They'd have done better than bloody James would have done for us.
1: Wow, well, we'll never know. Uh, anyways, just writing in to thank you for the distraction you're both providing, and I'm thinking of you both during this very strange time, Jonathan. Jonathan, thanks, Jonathan. I'm
0: bringing back another one for you. You're my favourite. You're my favourite, oh, Jonathan.
1: Oh well, wow, we're really going back, pulling them out of the pulling out of the back of the cupboard, aren't we? Yeah. Jonathan's are my your favourite. Very nice. Uh, We actually have one more email from a brand new uh, emailer, which I think is probably the first time this season we've been able to say that. Um, We have an email. uh, The subject line is just vag or no vag. uh, And it says, it's a nice and short one, this one. It just says, Morning, I would be eternally grateful to have the list of this game of all games. It is exactly the kind of quiz my friends will love. Thank you for bringing it into our lives. Love the pod. Daisy. Daisy. Daisy.
0: Oh, mate.
1: Give us an email and well, you have given us an email. That's why we're <laughs> <laughs> That was my. Like Daisy,
0: weird... I, I am messaging you back as I speak right now. Excellent. And yeah, so send you... you the first the first instalment of VAG or no
1: VAG. Yes. I, um, speaking of like those pub quizzes, I had a really good one that wouldn't work over, over podcasts, but I was listening to lovely Adam Buxton podcast mm-hmm. uh, and he had Tash Dimitriou, <gasps> Tash Dimitriou I listened on. to
0: that one the other day. Right.
1: You know, with, uh, some quizzes and especially the online ones right now, people are doing those like baby pictures where it's like, who was this baby? Yeah. Um, and people from the quiz sending their baby pictures. Well, she had a really great game where people send in a picture of the person they lost their virginity to, uh. and everyone, everyone has to guess it. I think that's such a good idea, and I really wanna, I really wanna do it. I think that, that says a lot is. about
0: people. That's yeah. brilliant.
1: <laughs> it does mean you have to do a little bit of social media stalking, I'm sure, but that's fine. So that was our lovely emails this week. Uh, thank you very much for emailing. Uh, we've already said it once, but let's do it again. If you want to email us, you can email us at europhoriapodcast at gmail.com or you can reach us on Twitter at...
0: Europhoriacast.
1: That's, okay, that's it. <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> at Europhoriacast. That's all yeah, we are on Twitter. We may or may not respond.
1: Yeah, we might like it. Might um, like it.
0: And then, well, no, what will actually happen is Roland will see it first because he's more on it than I am, but he knows he's not meant to respond. So he will like it. I will see it 48 hours later, and then I will word a response to it.
1: This This was agreed very early on in the podcast, and I have stuck to this as much as possible. I'm not allowed to respond because my Twitter game is not... Great, uh, <laughs> just
0: very <laughs> eager, aren't you? Just am Yeah,
1: you know, you know me. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's the rules. are <laughs> the rules, and I stick to them. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Israel, uh, this week it's my turn for mm-hmm. a well, a story. But um, this week, I don't really have a, a story. But in a way, I've got many stories.
0: Oh God, I'm tired already.
1: <laughs> you can't yawn as I'm introducing what I'm doing this week. No, that's terrible. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun here. <laughs> it's terrible. I am having anyway, a fun. I am having fun. You, you already are. Uh, Isabel, as you and I know, over the years, there are some songs which get selected by their nations to enter the Eurovision Song Contest, which don't quite make it to the show. For a variety of reasons, there've been songs throughout the history of the contest that fall by the wayside before even making it to the semi-final night of the competition. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so, Isabel, this week, I wanted to celebrate just a small selection of those songs by holding our very own alternative Eurovision, I have taken six of the more outstanding lost songs from the past 10 years for us to listen to, hear a bit of their stories of why they never made it to the show, and then decide who wins the blacklist Eurovision. (laughs)
0: God, this is a great episode, Roland. Why haven't we done this before? No,
1: I know, I know, I know. So I've done uh, from the last uh, ten years, actually eleven years, um, okay. because I wanted to include one from two thousand and nine. But I mean, there's cancelled songs that go way back for a variety of reasons. <gasps> um, I do also have uh, another like another element to this, which we can do, depending on how much time we have. I've got some of the songs that were sent in the place of these songs. Okay. And I also have noted down where the songs finished in the contest. So maybe on a couple of them, we can speculate as to whether mm. the original would have finished better than the song that was yeah. sent.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, Into this. Isabel,
1: are you ready? Ready. We are going to begin in 2009. The first of our banished bops today is, of course, the provocative 2009 funk pop song, We Don't Wanna Put In. (laughs) Yeah. I'm leaning on Putin there. We don't wanna put in. Uh, Now, of course, we know that Georgia and Russia have a pretty uh, checkered past with. An invasion of Georgia by Russia occurring just one year previous to this entry. Um, it, the, there was a short war that broke out where 192,000 people were displaced, of whom 20,000 uh, mostly ethnic Georgians remained displaced five years later. And so, uh, if you go by what Stefan and 3G, who were the band uh, who sung the song, uh, alleged, uh, completely unrelated to all of those things I just said the five piece comedy funk group wrote and performed a song entitled We Don't Wanna Put In featuring lyrics like We Don't Wanna Put In The Negative Move It's Killing The Groove I'ma Try To Shoot In Some oh. Disco Tonight To Boogie With You um, The issue being that Put In sounds very similar to the Russian president's name Putin and mm. um, in the face of the pressure to make alterations to the lyrics from some of georgia's cultural and political figures in order to avoid the dreaded dismissal for being too overtly political the official georgian eurovision spokesman stuck to their guns and said on the 20th of february 2009 that the song would not be amended and as such On the 10th of March, 2009, the EBU ruled that the song lyrics do not comply with Section 4, Rule 9 of the rules of the 54th Eurovision Song (laughs) Contest and cannot take part in the competition. Which meant that Georgia would have to rewrite the song or choose another entry. However, no such changes were made. And on the very next day, the Georgian Eurovision contingent withdrew their entry from the song contest, meaning we never got to hear We Don't Wanna Put In on the Eurovision stage. Sad times. Shall we have a listen to Stefan and 3G, We Don't Wanna Put In. Yeah. the
0: less off will keep The hell out of me. But
1: Okay, so that was "We Don't Want to Put In" uh, by Stefan and Three G.
0: It's, uh, I mean, <laughs> I like the, I like the melody. I like the actual music element of it the lyrics not so keen the 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 vocal quality is not good from from stefan and no, 3g quite not good poor, not yes, a good group of singers the dance moves are i mean it's worth a watch yeah. <laughs> it's
1: worth a watch to see the visuals watching the video also it made me realize that there's been a distinct lack of uh bubbles in uh, any eurovision ah! song recently <laughs> on stages I yeah think people that, that... haven't utilized bubbles enough <laughs> The power of bubbles. No, lots of fire, and you know that's effective. But bubbles are cool too. Bubbles uh, are cool too. <laughs> I wonder if instead, of, you know, they have like sometimes an ice skater or a man in a hamster wheel. They could get one of those guys who do massive bubbles from uh, the South Bank in London or something like that. Oh god, they're always interesting to watch.
0: <laughs> Just kids going mad and getting covered in a weird, bub- gross <laughs> bubble juice. It's
1: great. It's very entertaining. Okay. To <laughs> So, I mean, we don't have, because Georgia just pulled out for that one, so we don't have something to compare it to. Um, but Isabel, I hope you're taking notes, because at the end we'll go through all six of them and we're going to rank them from worst Kay. to best. Okay. Okay, so Isabel, we're going to move to 2011 now, uh, and we are going to go to the country of Belarus. Belarus. Uh, Anastasia Vinikova was selected to represent Belarus in February of 2011 with the song Born in Bielorussia. However, just three days later the song was given a new title and lyrics after it was pointed out that the lyrics and title was quoting memories from the Soviet Union times. The new lyrics were written to reflect a more contemporary Belarus however even then the entire song had to be withdrawn just nine days after that as it was revealed that the song had been performed in public in the summer of 2010 and as we know that's Uh a big Uh no-no and so finally anastasia entered with a brand new song but a similar sentiment with a song called i love belarus so <laughs> we're going to listen to the original one with the slightly problematic Soviet Union-y lyrics. But I will predict that you'll agree with me in thinking it is quite it's quite a catchy tune. Let's okay. have a listen. When I was waiting, it That's a bop, absolute bop. If you ignore the slightly sort of weird, Mm,
0: yeah, slightly odd lyrics, weird
1: Soviet Union lyrics. But I was grooving to that. Bop and a half, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm fully on board with that. Now we do have uh, the alternative that was entered into the song contest. Shall we have a listen to that? It's Mm. I love Belarus. Equally patriotic. Maybe not equally as catchy. Let's listen. Let's come together. So here is my hand. i got to fly with watching lips and the food. You feel the full of gold.
0: And it's all my land. I love Belarus. Gotta deep it I love Belarus. Feel it in my mind. And I wanna see the sunshine. You will always be. Go.
1: Wow. It is patriotic wow. and dramatic Anastasia Vinikova there with I Love Belarus. Um, what do you think, Isabel? I mean, obviously, born in Belarusia, if you take away any of the actual content and meaning of the song,
0: pretty great. So I love Bella this is the version that actually made it into Eurovision. I don't think is as much of a bop melody wise as the original band version, but the outfits I am wild about. The dance moves, loving. Even the, the microphone stands, like the weird uh, light up board things that they have. Visually, I'm into it. Visually, I'm on
1: board. Would you like to know where I Love Belarus actually finished uh, at Eurovision in 2011? It came in, it didn't even make it to the final. It came in 14th place Mm. in the semi-final. Isabel, before, obviously take notes for the final reveal of the scores. But do you think that Born in Belarusia would have finished higher than 14th place in the semi?
0: Oh. Yes. I don't think... I still don't know if it would have made it through to the finals. I, in fact, now I'm going to change that to I don't think it would get through to the finals. But I think it maybe would have been one of those cusp ones on the cusp of getting through. It wouldn't have done well in the finals. It wouldn't no. have performed highly. But I think... I think, yeah, it would have done better at the semis because it had a bit more, it had more meat to it. It had more edge it was, to it, you know? It was a more disco
1: number.
0: A bit difficult in certain elements with the lyrics, but it had, a, it had a more memorable element to it.
1: I think it might make it to some of my um, Eurovision playlists. It's, it's quintessentially <laughs> Eastern European pop
0: yeah it is it is it is yeah i mean i think they're on a par in terms of level of how good they are if you weigh up the melody with the lyrics like i do like the i love belarus like that i'm definitely gonna see myself (laughs) like singing that around the flat over the coming weeks sure and really confusing my housemate
1: yeah
0: i love belarus
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a weird country to have that sort of fascination with. But there you go. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on. One year ahead now. Um and we are moving to 2012 but we're not going anywhere because we are also staying with Belarus. Oh wow. Um, after advancing to the semi-finals that were held in December on December 21st, 2011, Alyona Lanskaya uh, qualified for the Eurofest 2012 finals as one of the 5 chosen from the 15 entries. The finals were held on the 14th of February, Valentine's Day where her song All My Life came first and won by 12 points from the Televotes, making the song Belarus's entry for the Eurovision Song Contest 2012. However, 10 days later, on February 24th, 2012, it was announced that Lanskaya was disqualified (gasps) after... And this is what Wikipedia said. The Belarusian president, not of music, but the, the, the president conducted an investigation uncovering a corrupt win uh, for Lanskaya. Oh
0: no. Belarus Uh, naughty two years in a row.
1: (laughs) Two in a row. Um, There were rumors circulating that the producers had rigged the televoting, giving her 12 points and thus making her the winner. Uh -uh. In response to the allegations, again, the Belarusian president ordered an immediate investigation and it was later confirmed to be true.
0: Well, you know what is good though is that it shows that A, world leaders care about Eurovision Mm -hmm, and B, mm -hmm. there is a world leader out there, at least one, who is not going to repeat the mistakes of General Franco. As we have learnt from stories past, that they are not only engaged with Eurovision, but they are not willing to corrupt it. I'm on board with them. This is great. (laughs) If we could have more power from Boris supporting Eurovision and not allowing (laughs) it to become corrupt. No corruption in Eurovision. That is going to be our next piece of merch is (laughs) T-shirts that say no corruption in Eurovision. (laughs)
1: We will protest wherever that we think there has been. So, um, so this 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 is probably one that's more worth listening to for the story than the song. But we're going to listen to the song anyway. It is Alyona Lanskaya with the song All My Life. Fly, We don't need to No, to
0: that shit it's, bond song.
1: It's not, That's yeah, gone it's down the ones. standard
0: Eurovision trope <laughs> of um, often Azerbaijan and um, Armenia fall into Georgia this. Georgia did
1: it one year, yeah. Georgia, shit bond song. Shit bond song. That
0: is the route they've gone down.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, that. Was, so she was replaced by uh, a band called Light Sound with the song We Are The Heroes. To be honest, if I'm honest with you, it's probably not worth listening to either. They <laughs> they finished 16th place in a semi-final as well. Um, and probably uh, I would say that this wouldn't have uh, finished much higher than that.
0: Okay. Well, shall I have a listen <laughs> so, to compare.
1: All right, yeah, we'll have a, All right, we will we will have I need a listen to compare. Here we go.
0: This is all the right, scientific, bye. okay. Whatever's well, in my way, magic through the day. Cuz we are the winners. We are the key down the walls, we gotta hit them all. Cause we are believers, we are the dreamers. No what we say, no matter what they do, I'll make it all right. I'll make it for you.
1: Cracking down the walls, cracking down the world, we are the heroes. Oh, actually, you know what? I am glad. I'm glad you made me watch it. <laughs> You made me watch it because yeah, it, it's it's worth commenting on. It's, the um, hair
0: alone is worth commenting on. Yeah, the haircuts, yeah. those that is a group of men, grown men, <laughs> fully grown men who have the same haircuts as fourteen-year-old emos did back in two thousand two
1: yeah absolutely it's crazy
0: um, terrible outfits
1: um, terrible song it's also one of those songs that uh features the line we are the winners in the chorus just in case (laughs) they win Eurovision because uh that would be great it's a bold move to take yeah it's a bold move
0: never pays off
1: no, they didn't win anything. They finished 16th Has it Has in, it
0: ever in, paid off? Maybe that's something for me to look into. Yeah. What's the furthest someone who has claimed to be a winner that's ever paid off? We know from episode one of this podcast that the good old Sylvia Knight um, who boldly named herself as the winner in yeah. her song.
1: And that didn't, didn't end very off. well either. No, didn't even make it to the final. nuh Okay, uh, so do we? Do you think it would do much better than semi, semi, semi-final, sixteenth place? No, Aljonia, no. Lascayne. No, no, no. Okay, no, cool. no, no. Oh my God! Spoiler alert! I have
0: just Ooh. seen. The next two no. videos of who they are and i'm very excited <laughs> <laughs> because she's a big name so, on this podcast
1: absolutely so we're staying in 2012 <laughs> and this is another track that didn't really make it to Eurovision in its original form and we're, we're including those as well in this episode. Uh, so it's a song from one of the hardest tryers in the Eurovision family. Oh, it is, they of course. they
0: really do try.
1: <laughs> they really try hard. It's, of course, San Marino. And of course, if it's San Marino, it's got to be Valentina Monetta. Ah,
0: Valentina!
1: The song, uh, of course, the song to give it its full original title which I didn't know the full title is Facebook uh uh oh open brackets a satirical song close brackets
0: <laughs> so, they've either got the best sense of humour in the whole of the Eurovision family or they are or just beyond clueless they're beyond hell
1: <laughs> so Facebook uh uh oh a satirical song was chosen internally by San Marino um, to represent them at the eurovision song contest 2012 on the 18th of march 2012 a few days after the song was announced the ebu deemed that the song contained an unreasonable commercial message for facebook mm. which resulted in the lyrics disqualification according to eurovision rule 1.2.2.g, <laughs> uh which says commercial messages are not allowed within songs so san marino was given the option of submitting a new song or revising the lyrics to remove any references to facebook no later than midnight central european time on the 23rd of march 2012. on the 22nd of march uh, CMR TV announced that the song and its lyrics had been revised with a new title, the social network song, O-O-R-O-O. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, we which know it, is, we love it. <laughs> which is pretty much exactly the same lyrics, except instead of saying Facebook... Valentina says oh oh, which is genius. Very uh, smart of them, very, <laughs> very
0: canny in very San Marino. Clever. Can't pull the wool Isn't over it? their eyes.
1: <laughs> so let's take a listen to uh, Facebook. Oh, uh, oh. I already put a little chat in a song about the internet. It's a story about well, so I saw do you never seen before. If you want to be seen by everyone Wanna be in the dream and have
0: some fun If you want to be on the hook Simply take a look Facebook oh, oh. Everybody loves you so Facebook. I mean, Valentina is one of my all-time faves. She's so she's an icon. she can do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> an and it icon. was a satirical song. They said so in the title. But it's in the title, it's
1: obvious. They pointed this out for it.
0: everyone. It's satirical. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. the fact she says cyber sex. Do some oh, cyber sex. Blimey. Yeah, that sassy. music
1: video is uh is something to behold in and of itself. It's yeah, it's quite something. She's sort of dressed up as a teenage girl and she's very much not a teenage girl <laughs> at the time of recording uh, yeah so wow. do we we don't need to listen to the what was actually entered because it was so similar <laughs> apart from replacing the word Facebook with uh oh um, it did finish though in the semi-final 14th place do you think if they had retained the word Facebook it would have ended up higher no I think actually they did themselves a favour. The
0: EBU oh, did them a favour by taking the word really? Facebook out of it. Really? So it just makes it weird. Like, even if you're not, even if it's not that you're going, oh, the you know, there's a commercial element to it, which obviously is my impression of Yon Olaverne talking about it. Oh, that's a commercial element. Um, I think, I just having it's just weird having a brand name in a song it just makes you feel kind of gross I'm not into it it's like the time that Justin Timberlake did that song that was I'm loving it and released it McDonald's. as a single and it was just an advertisement for McDonald's like how was that allowed that's
1: bizarre do you not think that Mark Zuckerberg might have used his like technical magic to make it do better though
0: no, they might have just got sued. San Marino oh, can't yeah, afford she might that have either. Got sued, yeah. They ain't got a, <laughs> ain't got on, ain't got a lot from. of money.
1: <laughs> that would be terrible. No. I Are mean, they a tax haven? We don't know. We don't know these things. Uh, so <laughs> I'm I'm very happy we managed to. Always got a
0: shoehorn Valentina. Valentina in this. Oh, and everything. <laughs> <Exactly>. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I need a bit of clarity actually. I'm making my notes. Kay. But in terms yeah. of the, the final the final result, mm, am mm. I choosing the song that I think would have Ranked highest, or am I choosing the worst of the the band socks? Uh,
1: <laughs> no, we are choosing. We are choosing if the song had entered Eurovision, the one that would have done best. Okay, like the okay. one that we would most miss uh, from our Eurovision history if it had been entered, or yeah, if it had been entered, the one that would have done best.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Got it. Got okay. it.
1: So, Isabel, we are now moving one year ahead uh, to 2013. Um, However, we are returning to Belarus and we are... God, what is wrong with them? Why do they not learn? We are also returning to Alyona Lanskaya, who in 2011 was banned for uh, corruption. She was allowed to return two years later uh, to... um, Uh, to compete oh no she was in 2012 it was only one year later she was allowed to return just one year later uh, to compete to enter into Eurovision and she won the selection process once again this time we're assuming it was legitimately uh, Mm. with the song Rhythm of Love which gained full marks from both the public and the jury votes I'm not saying there's anything suspicious about that. I'm just saying hmm. uh, it was four Was months. it the
0: same political
1: leader at the time? Oh, maybe there was an ousting. Maybe and they the- changed.
0: Maybe <laughs> they brought in someone who was happily corrupting Eurovision.
1: Yeah. Oh, getting some money on the side. So, uh, however, so the song and the singer was selected, however after poor feedback from the wider public the responsible committee for belarus for the belarusian network decided to replace it and on the 6th of march 2013 they announced that the song soleo would still be sung by lanskaya uh, but uh, would be replacing the original song at the eurovision song contest so let's have a listen to aliona lanskaya's rhythm of love Poor public reception. What are <laughs> they
0: on about? That is a tune I, and a half. It
1: is a, it is a, it is a tune and a half. That is correct Isabel. Uh, and a great title as well. Rhythm of Love. Uh, you can't get much better than that for a title. Uh, however, shall we listen to the uh, replacement for that, which is a song called Solayo by Aljona Lanskaya. Like a
0: tsunami, maybe took my peanut butter.
1: So that was uh, Belarusia with the song "Soleo," um, which uh, took the stage in 2013. I, you know what I think Belarus did here is that they wasted two excellent songs in one year. Madness! What were they (laughs) doing? (laughs) <laughs> Both of those songs
0: are absolute tunes. I know. It's like Soleil, <laughs> Soleil. That's great. Like absolute Eurovision. Love it. Very Eurovision. But Rhythm of Love, I'm vibing on. I'm vibing on now.
1: Rhythm of Love. Rhythm so where of... did
0: Soleil come?
1: So Soleil made it to the final. Good for them. Good. Finished in 16th with 48 points, which is not high. It's not. It's not, you know, it's not the top. No. You know, top quarter, top third. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which would have done better.
0: I would say, in terms of the other band bops that we've had so Mm. far, this is, by a long stretch, the best of them. Yeah, yeah. Rhythm of Love is marks above the rest of the dross we've listened to. Yeah. Would it have done better than Soleil? I don't know because Sileo is such a Eurovision song it is, isn't it? that that's why it got to the position that it got to. Yeah. Whereas "Rhythm of Love" is not for for 2013 as well. Is not your typical yeah. Eurovision tune. Yeah. So maybe would have been marked down on that. However, I I prefer it.
1: I think the staging had much more potential. The staging of of the uh, of "Rhythm of Love" had had. Uh, topless men just sort of writhing around, <laughs> around, around on
0: the floor, crawling around on their backs on the floor. They're a grubby at the end of that.
1: Whereas they were dressed in the insaleo which I think uh, they could have just crawled around on the floor topless some more. It would have given them a small point. <laughs> but that's always the way, isn't it?
0: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to have a think about this one.
1: Okay, but I think they, I think they would be pretty equal, right? They're pretty equal yeah. in terms of. I don't think that's the case with all of them. Like really. You swap them out, and probably that most of these songs would have had the same result. Um,
0: yeah.
1: So we're going to move on to our sixth and final entry into our blacklist Eurovision uh, this uh, year. Uh, I guess now it's yearly. I don't know uh, <laughs> this episode, <laughs> um, and that we're moving now all the way from 2013 to 2019. And we are going to Mm. Ukraine. Um, Maruv entered the Ukrainian national selection in 2019 with the song Siren Song. And she easily made it through her semi-final and was one of the top contenders going into the final. During the final of the national selection, it was announced that the broadcaster had reserved the right to change the decision made by the jury and the Ukrainian public. She won that night and following her win, it was reported that the broadcaster had sent her management a contract requiring Maruv to delay all upcoming appearances and performances in Russia in order to become the Ukrainian representative. After it became clear that she would be performing in two concerts in Russia in the following months, Vice Prime Minister and Minister of Culture Vyanshalov Kruchlenko, apologies for the pronouncement, stated that artists who toured in Russia or did not recognize the territorial integrity of Ukraine should not take part in Eurovision. She was also given 48 hours to sign the contract or be replaced. The day after Maruv revealed that the broadcast had Broadcaster's contract had additionally banned her from improvising on stage and communicating with any journalist without the permission of the broadcaster and required her to fully comply with any requests from the broadcaster. If she were not to follow any of these clauses, she would be fined 67,000 euros. Uh, and Maruv also stated that the broadcaster would not give her any financial compensation for the competition and would not pay her for her trip to Tel Aviv. What?
0: what? So they want her to do everything pay for everything do everything they say and if she f- if she messes up once she has to pay them loads mm-hmm. of money.
1: hmm cool
0: pretty sure she she she, she didn't, didn't go ahead with yes, that then yes
1: you are correct so on the 25th yeah. of Feb, february bro, both Maruv and the broadcaster confirmed that she would not represent ukraine in israel due to disputes with the contract and that uh, the broadcaster announced that another act would be chosen national final final runner up freedom jazz announced on the 26th of february that they had Rejected the broadcaster's offer to represent Ukraine as well. With uh, sorry, say
0: that again. Uh, they were
1: called uh, national final runner-up. Freedom Jazz. Freedom jazz. Freedom, freedom jazz, Yeah, that's
0: what I was looking for, Freedom <laughs> Jazz, a group named Freedom Jazz. Freedom Jazz, jazz yeah. <laughs> freedom Jazz. I haven't Wow. any Freedom, freedom Jazz. Freedom okay. Jazz,
1: okay. Uh, announced uh, that they had rejected the broadcaster's offer, with third place finisher, Kazka, confirming that they had rejected the offer as well oh my the God. following day. Oh my God. Meaning that Ukraine eventually had to pull out entirely from performing at Eurovision 2019. So let's I have didn't a listen. Did you realise that was why? Yeah, that was why. It was all a load of bullshit from the broadcaster and the <laughs> um, vice prime minister mad, who basically. Mad. So let's have a listen to what could have been on the 2019 Eurovision stage with Maroof Siren Song. Bang. the sounds of your watching there i think you are in complete agreement with me that it is a tragedy that this did not make it onto the eurovision stage for just for i mean gosh right
0: i mean so okay when it started watching the video yeah. straight away i was like bam yeah sexy, sexy lady we got killer heels Big old we got boots. some, yeah Big old boots some tight latex. I'm into this. An androgynous woman. I love an androgynous woman. Oh, yeah. I am an androgynous woman. <laughs> I'm well into it. Yeah. Then when the song started, to be honest, I was a bit disappointed. Yeah, I was like, little, oh, yeah. so sexy, so yeah, sexy. And then yeah. the song, No Sexy. What's yeah. going on? There's a disconnect here. Sure. I thought this was going to be amazing. And then mm. she goes, bang, and it, and it just, kicks off. It kicks off and <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my God. Honestly, that's made me a bit hot under the collar. It's
1: it's a strong that's video. It's incredible. It's a strong the, video. The, the
0: video is amazing. When the song actually gets, you know, kicks in, it mm. takes a little bit to get there, mm. but once it kicks in, you mm. are involved, invested. Yes, And the physical like onstage performance of that, would have i mean potentially would have turned a large
1: proportion of the eurovision audience <laughs> i mean do you think also isabel that um that probably the backstory that i gave to that also contributed to our appreciation of her as a as a as a woman a woman who had a a male minister of culture. She is not being told from
0: no one that she's going to do this, do that and then pay and say thank you, sir. Yeah, really grateful for the opportunity. Absolutely not. She is an icon for saying no. She's an icon for not taking that song to Eurovision. Can you imagine the balls that woman has to not take that song to Eurovision to say no, I'm not doing it. It's absolutely not happening. That could
1: have been top. Five. Oh man, man, oh man. Uh, it, uh, yeah, it could have been high. It was like when when we were preparing for Eurovision last year. Uh, it was right up there on on my list. And actually, I've listened to a bunch of other Maruve songs now, and they're all uh, some strong bangers in there. Some very like house, dancey numbers. She's she's great. If you want to listen to more of her, I, re- I highly recommend it. That is our six of our first inaugural uh, Blacklist Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, just a recap, we had Stefan and 3G with We Don't Wanna Put In. We had Anastasia Vinikova with Born In Belarusia." We had Alyonia Lanskaya with All My Life. We had Valentino Moneta with Facebook. Oh, uh, oh. We had Alyona Lanskaya again with Rhythm Of Love. And finally, we had Maruv with Siren Song. Isabel. From lowest to highest, uh, where did our songs okay. rank in the blacklist Eurovision? So,
0: lowest was. Mm, there's three joint lowests. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, my joint lowest are, lowest are San Marino 2012 with the Facebook song. Oh, poor Valentina. poor Valentina! I'm so oh. sorry, but I I hate Facebook. I've not been on it for years. I'm not interested okay, in it. Okay, at all. Yeah, yeah,
1: She did, and you're saying she did better with yeah, the revamp. version. yes, so yes. That's fine. I prefer
0: the revamped version of the song, and I also love Valentina forever. So this is no okay. slight on her. She's a very hardworking woman and should be respected for her her drive <laughs> and her resilience over the years. Absolutely yes. should. <laughs> um, joint last place alongside Valentina is Belarus, 2012. The song that we—I mean, I barely even remember All it. All my The life. shit. The shit um, that
1: was better for the story than it was that for the song one. it was, corruption. It, real was corrupt. bad. Yeah, corruption it was corrupt it deserves corruption, to be laughed yeah.
0: um and alongside that is also georgia with we don't want to put in however much of the song is a bop uh, yeah. your voices are terrible, terrible. <laughs> real bad yeah. so joint well. bottom next
1: we are now on what's this Third third place in our blacklist Third place, yeah, because they're all joint bottom. So third place
0: is Belarus 2011, which I gave six out of ten.
1: Born in Belarusia is in third place with six out of ten. That's Soviet bop.
0: Soviet bop, better than the other three, which were crap. Yeah and dubious lyrics yeah. but really into the melody
1: okay <laughs> so in so this is gonna this is gonna reveal but let's do uh second place
0: so second place up until when you played me my i thought was gonna be my winner so Alyonia oh! from belarus 2013 <laughs> that song is a tune is and a, a half tune. absolutely like you said they had two Eurovision songs there. They cancelled one to put forward the other. They're probably just as good as each other in terms of song song yeah, level. Yeah. But they could have got just as far two years in a row in yeah, the contest. Yeah, they could have done it. Like, that first song is amazing. So much fun. I'm adding it to my playlist. Rhythm of Love, great song name. Yeah. I'm into it. It's a bop. I was having fun. Little disco tune.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that means that the winner of our first inaugural blacklist eurovision is <laughs> it's maroon it's
0: 2019 ukraine not only is that the best out of that bunch in which case it is as you said it's our winning blacklisted bop uh for this episode but i would say that's now in my t- top three it now sits alongside um our lovely icelandic friend um with, Daddy is Frey. this Daddy Frey with yeah. Is This Love and Margaret, our lovely yeah. friend Margaret, <laughs> Margaret as well, Margaret. with Hutta <laughs> than Fire, What I can cool me down. Yeah, yeah. As those two have always been my two favourite ever songs that never made it to Eurovision. Yeah. Marouve is now joint with oh. those two songs as my favorite songs that never made it to Eurovision.
1: oh well, congratulations to Maruv. I'm sure she's gonna be delighted. With, our, <laughs> with the result here tonight all right well let's wrap it up I don't have a song this week because we've listened to like I don't know 12 songs or something similar that fair enough, too mate. much and I wouldn't want to compare myself to Maruv anyway so <laughs>
0: um
1: we now know the from the last decade maybe we'll do it decade by decade going all the way back but we know that from 20 2009 to 2020 uh Maruv is the winner of the Blacklist Eurovision. Uh, thanks, Isabel, for being for being your best judge y self on that. I feel like it Excellent
0: was... episode. <laughs> Excellent. I'm fully on board with the future versions of this. Yeah. Very excited with what's to
1: come. <laughs> and if anyone has any suggestions or they know a song that was kind of half entered and then didn't, never made it or whatever that they would put, want to put forward, pl- please feel free to email us at euphoriapodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us
0: at Europhoria cast and Ooh, yeah. get ready for the next two episodes, which we couldn't, you know, Eurovision isn't taking place this year, but in the same way that the EBU is going to celebrate in a non-competitive format all of the entries from this year's contest that would have been in this year's contest... We will also be doing the same, so get ready for two more episodes of Isabel being judgy as hell. Yeah, I was going to
1: say we're we're celebrating. We are celebrating in a competitive format. Oh yeah, uh,
0: everything we do is competitive, <laughs> highly competitive. We don't abide by
1: EBU no, rules no, a lot no, of the no, time. No, no. Uh, yeah, but we're going to do rogues.
0: We're mavericks.
1: We're going to do semi-final one uh, next week, and then semi-final two the following week. So we will cover and we'll include the big six in there as somewhere as well so uh we will cover and decide i guess which is the eurovision winner of 2020 is that right
0: i will decide that yes
1: (laughs) okay well there we go (laughs) tune in for that next week and the following uh but in the meantime everyone stay safe uh yes and and try not to lose your minds whilst being in (laughs) self-isolation uh (laughs) we love you very much for listening and we will see you next week goodbye Bye. Bye.